Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, bitches. Welcome back to Resting Bitch Face. I'm your host, Justine. And with me, as always, the best co-host ever, Julie. Aww, Hi, Julie. How sweet. Hi. Um, I, I have something like really random and stupid to talk about that just came to my mind when you said, when you were like, I'm your host. Now, you listen to the Trash Talk uh, podcast sometimes, right? Catfish, Teen Mom. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. I've been listening on and off for a few years, and I have always thought that Noelle was the brunette and Tracy was the blonde. Oh, how funny. And I just discovered that I had them backwards. And so this whole time that I've been listening, I've been picturing the blonde as Tracy in my head and the brunette as Noelle. And so now it's like such a mind fuck because I feel like they don't match. Their voice and their faces don't match. Do you think that's, that's just because so... I've been listening to it like that for so long? That's so funny. See, I feel like I knew what they looked like from the start of it. Like uh-huh. I listened years ago when they had a third co-host, Gabrielle, Tracy's cousin. Oh, um, okay. So I don't see it like that, but I totally know what you mean, though, in general, when you yeah. hear a podcaster's voice and you have an image of them in your head. And then when you see a picture of them, you're like, whoa. And something that's funny my sister-in-law thought that Jody, our friend from Love to Hate TV, Jody, she thought she was black. And when she found out that she was a really? white girl with blonde hair, her, she was like in shock. Yeah. So it's so funny how we all have our own little perception. I would have never guessed that. Yeah, that's funny. It, it is. It's kind of like a mind fuck because you see the picture of them on their all their episodes and my brain just went, oh, the person who speaks the Tracy that voice sounds like the blonde girl and Noelle sounds like the brunette girl and now my mind is just like blown it's driving me nuts every time I listen to it I just feel so weird now (laughs) ignorance is bliss I wish I was still mixed up oh my god you know um anyways we got so much to talk about yay I'm excited um so what did you do this weekend I worked oh yeah and uh yeah I worked so Friday Friday's not super busy during the day because I feel like most people will come out on Friday night. If they're going to go out on Friday, they're going to come out on Friday night, not like Friday lunch. Yeah. So Friday's not super busy, but it's okay. Um, Saturday was busy and I made great money. And then yesterday was so dead and I was kind of, fr- well, we're a sports bar. We should have been busy, but we didn't really advertise what we were doing we didn't have really any good specials so that kind of sucked and the owner thought that we were going to be super busy so instead of me being the only server they scheduled a second server so not only was it dead but we had to share tables (laughs) so I mean it's I feel like bars aren't ever (sighs) busy on Super Bowl because I feel like people go to people's houses for Super Bowl parties it's not really Unless it's like a bar who ha- that has like prizes and stuff like that, that's been doing it for years and it's a big mm-hmm. thing. It's not really. Um... Well, and that's like cool, but like 
we have a fantastic wings and we always sell a lot of wings for to-go orders on on uh super bowl so we should have done like some really good wings and fries special so that at least we could monetize our to-go orders you know yeah we could just get more to-go orders i don't know i have so many ideas all the time and i just feel like there's a lot of opportunities that aren't being taken so anyways it wasn't very busy but i was still there from like 11 30 in the morning till like seven at night i made okay money for as slow as it was but i would have been happier if it was busy but I totally get that. But that's the thing with like the service industry, like being a server, any type of job like that where you're making tips, it's like the good nights make up for the bad nights. So like, yeah, it always kind of evens out to where you're still making more money than you would at a regular job. Exactly. Like suck it up. And those days when you have like super good, you made super good money more than you normally make. You just have to remember like, oh yeah, I've had days where I've made really shitty money. So this is going to make up for that, you know? Yeah. And it's so nice working days because I don't have to do all the closing shit. I just kind of like make sure everything's clean and stocked and spot sweep the floor and I'm out. But, you know, normally I'd be closing every night that I worked sweeping and mopping the whole restaurant and like just it's like the shittiest side work so like I love working days it's so nice yeah fuck so, that That's... did you guys have a Super Bowl party or did you go to one hell no hell no um just I <laughs> just watched it at home and obviously like I didn't care who won the game like honestly right. the bills I, weren't there so it didn't matter yeah I sent the meme of like New York with the cigarette in her hand with like a bills hat like <laughs> photoshopped on it's like I just hope both teams lose <laughs> um, <laughs> that was you for sure yeah and honestly I was like if I had to choose a team I'm gonna choose the Eagles because I fucking hate Kansas City and then of course Kansas City won but you know a lot of controversial calls whatever but it was a good game because there's been lots of uh, Super Bowl games where it's been so slow and just like super boring games. And it's like, if I'm going to watch, at least I want a half decent game to actually watch. But um, who fucking cares about the game? Let's get to this halftime show. I was going to say, I didn't watch. I was at the bar. I did not watch a second of the game, uh, but I stopped what I was doing when the halftime show came on. Right. So this was uh, one of the biggest. I already know what your thoughts are on this. Yeah, to me, this was one of the biggest letdowns of a halftime show. I was so excited for this one and not to hear a good live performance from her because Rihanna is not a good live singer, but I thought that she would put on a show, but Mm -hmm. she didn't. This was the most half-assed fucking performance I've ever seen in my life. She's super pregnant. (sighs) Don't even get me started. Like, really? (laughs) That's who the fuck cares like yeah. that's we all so know how I, liked, I feel about pregnancy I liked the like <laughs> elevated platforms that people were dancing on I thought that looked really cool I thought like the white outfits and the dancing like it really popped on the screen and so that looked cool but yeah it was so boring I cannot believe they only had her doing the whole thing I kept waiting like I was like oh Jay-Z is going to come on for Umbrella. Ooh, like Kanye. Are they going to bring Kanye out? I and thought, like, Dra- well, what? I knew friggin' Kanye wasn't going to come well, out. Yeah, if Kanye true. came I, out, that would have been insane. It was my insane. original thought. And then but I was like, oh, I thought that's Drake, because her and Drake have so many songs together that I just thought like for sure. And then I was like, okay. And then like, they're going to announce a tour after something. 
like that would be perfect um well she made sure to have her makeup compact out so she could pimp her beauty line yeah exactly it was so half-assed like mm-hmm. i've it, she barely danced she barely even fucking sang yeah like um my my two favorite halftime performances ever were Lady Gaga's and Katy Perry's and I actually today rewatched those and I was like that's a fucking halftime show like both of these women like put their whole fucking pussies into their halftime shows Was Katy shows. Perry's the one with the the sharks? Was that yes. Super Bowl? I'm going to have yeah. to rewatch that. She had Lenny Kravitz come out and they sang I kissed oh, a girl God, together. That was the best. <sighs> Missy Elliott came out. She had that giant like lion thing that she was riding on like it was crazy. Wow. Um this was so disappointing, but also the past like 4 or 5 years even a lot of the Oh, I loved last been. year. Mm. With all the I was disappointed in it really I loved it I I felt like it was a missed opportunity for a lot of things and I was also just like so disappointed that Eminem only did that one song and it was like his most overplayed worst song and like (sighs) I I felt like I felt like they gave Mary J Blige too much time that's (laughs) controversial take I wish that uh someone else had a little bit more time in the show but like it's one of those things you can't please everyone like I saw people online today that were like good for Rihanna like oh I've seen a lot of people I saw somebody that was like um you know why people are so upset that a pregnant woman didn't entertain them enough and I'm like it's the Super Bowl halftime show if she knew that she was six months pregnant and she wasn't going to put on a damn fucking good show, they should have hired someone else. Like, this just wasn't the choice for this Or at year. least brought out other people to make it yes. so it showcases she's, other artists, too. She's collaborated with so many amazing artists. It blows my mind that she was the only one there. Even the if they time. had, like, David Guetta there, like, uh, like spinning yeah, his track while she sang anything. along, like, anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it no. was very bare minimum. Um, yeah, I was so disappointed. She had like 300 dudes in squid game outfits putting on the entertainment (laughs) for her. She was barely singing. She was like lip syncing a lot of it. It was just, well, yeah, everything was trash. The one thing is like, I do understand why they lip sync because obviously this is on a much smaller level, but I used to do the national anthem for UNLV games and stuff like that, like soccer and basketball and all kinds of stuff. Well, when you're in the stadium, um, there's a delay. There's about a half a second delay between what you're saying yeah, and it coming course, out of the speakers. Lots of so people like, sing live at the halftime shows. Well, and they have the in ears. That's what it's yeah. for. Yeah. So, but yeah, I get, yeah. But you know, she's pregnant. So she's like very pregnant. So she probably like couldn't really catch her breath and stuff. Like you can barely breathe when you're that pregnant. It's it just was not the right choice. Like why? It was like, guess what? Beyonce did it at the VMAs however many years ago. You know what I mean? Like it can it will never be the same. Speaking um, of VMAs, do you remember when the VMAs was like the event of the year? Everybody had to watch it. The performances were so Oh my God, I miss those days. Yes. I miss those days. It's just not like that anymore. Nobody Remember gives a shit about award shows. Lil Mama jumped on stage with Alicia Keys and Jay-Z. That was like one of the most iconic moments ever. And Beyonce's well, she, like you know, trying to stop her, like grabbing her arm. I don't think I've seen that. 
what they were singing um empire state of mind of course that was when that song was huge and little mama's hammered like bopping along and then she goes and beyonce's in the front row like trying to pull her back from going on and she just gets up and then like at the end of the song does a pose with them and then they both just look at her like what the fuck are you doing oh my god that's crazy no that's awful i hate it yeah no i wasn't a fan i was like but you know the one thing is that when you when I looked at it, I was like, she has had a lot of great songs and she's had like a 20 year career, which is really th- crazy to think about. Like she's consistently had a career. She's got, you know, her lingerie line, her makeup line. She's a smart business person who has stayed in the industry for all of these years, even though she's not the greatest singer. She's not the greatest dancer, but she's had some good music. So you know her music catalog reason, is insane and that's that yeah. I feel like that's why people were expecting more of a show but yeah yeah whatever it is what it is remember yeah. when um Justin Timberlake took off Janet Jackson's top yes, I will never forget I watched it live and everyone was shocked I and I so I listened to something recently that they were like that was basically one of the first viral videos on YouTube because that was a time where you had to watch it live and then people heard about it and they wanted to rewatch it, see if it was on purpose, if it was an accident. And that's where like YouTube really took off because you could find it on YouTube and rewatch it. And you couldn't do that with anything else. I just remember Much Music, which is like the Canadian MTV. I just remember them playing that clip over and over mm-hmm. and over and over and over. So yeah. iconic. That was a cultural reset. Um, my favorite part of the halftime show was when it was over and they were cutting to the like actual like halftime report, like the the analysis and stuff. And um, Rihanna like ran past them, like going back into the tunnel and Michael Strahan like harassed her. He like grabbed her arm and he's like, Rihanna. And she just like, n- like didn't even care to stop and say hi. And he was just like, Rihanna, Rihanna. I was like, oh, oh God. God. Um, I was also, what was I just going to say too about, oh, I'll always love though, the Aerosmith, Britney Spears. So good. So fucking good. I said that last night. Yes. And Nelly came out too. So good. I'm a total sucker for live music. I mean, I, there's nothing like it. And you can have any track that you want, anything you created on a laptop that you want, and it will not compare to a live band. Like there's just no comparison, even that just the atmosphere is different. And I always, I think about that Super Bowl performance all the time. I think that was one of the most iconic that I can remember in my lifetime. Yeah. So ever. good. So and, good. And Gaga is, like I said, Gaga put her whole fucking pussy into I don't, that performance. I, I'm going to so have crazy. to look that up later. Cause I don't think I watched that. Like, that's a bitch that can do everything. Um, Yeah. So good. Anyways, I watched this movie on the weekend that you wanted me to watch a while ago, and it was Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Oh, geez. Just now you watched that? Yeah, I... I, uh, I haven't watched it before, so I was like, I still haven't seen this, so I put it on this weekend, and I loved it. (gasps) Finally, I well, I guess Blue Valentine you love too, but like I feel like it's when I recommend a movie to you, it's one, it's either you loved it or you hated it. There's not <laughs> like an in between. I'm either like, oh my god, this I love this movie. I, I'm going on Reddit and thinking about it all the time, yes. or I'm like, 
Julie, what the fuck was that? I know, like with Tusk. Yeah, absolutely. But that's always people's reaction to me with Tusk. I'm like, I love it. I think it is so funny and weird. And people are just like, oh, you're I'm going to watch the second one, like the day it comes out. Like, <laughs> let's not I get it twisted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So bodies, bodies, bodies. If you guys haven't seen it, it is so fucking good. It's been out for like a year, so we might spoil some of it. But what did you think about the ending? I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, it's total like Gen Z satire. Um, yes. And the standout star in the movie for me um, was the girl who played Alice, the girl who had like the glow sticks around her neck the whole time, who mm-hmm. her boy her boyfriend was like that older dude or whatever. Yeah. Her performance was so fucking good when she like her expressions of like terror and stuff, but then also the way that she delivered her lines when she's like, yeah. making a podcast is really hard work. Okay. I, like- oh my God. I laugh so hard. <laughs> yes. No, you guys have got to watch this movie. It is fun. It's funny. It's like, it's a, it's fun a quick, mystery. easy watch, yeah, but it's also a mystery and makes you think a little, but not too much. Is fucking perfection yeah it's good I love I listen to the soundtrack when I work out sometimes it is so good it's a fun it's a super fun watch it's actually funny that you watched that this weekend because Ryan was like let's watch bodies 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 we saw it in the theater and he was just like I think it was kind of dumb but now he wants to watch it again I'm like "Uh uh-huh uh-huh I see I see I bought the digital code so I can have it I love it that's interesting. It's again, it's a waste of time. I love rewatching stuff too, but it's funny because we're the opposite. Like, I don't like to rewatch things because I feel like I've already experienced it and I already know how it ends. I know the twists, I know the secrets, I know the story. So, to me, it's not as fun to rewatch it again unless it's something I really love. Like, I've watched Scream a thousand times. Like, I have certain movies that I love that I will always rewatch Blue Valentine, Drive, like, certain movies like that yeah um but other than that I'm like oh I've already seen it I already know what happens but Ryan will rewatch stuff like tv series and movies and over and over and to me I'm like all the fun's out of it I already know so we're like yeah. opposites I feel like there's a time and place for re-watching stuff for sure but there yeah. truly there's nothing like experiencing things for the first time like exactly if I, I could go back way. and experience Vanderpump Rules for the first time like I would do anything like ugh. yeah which which speaking I, of um sorry what were you gonna say I was just gonna say I need you to go see the whale so we can talk about it but I that's, won't say anything else that's that's on my list for sure yeah. deaf next movies that I need to watch that are like still in the movie theater are the whale and Megan those are the two I'm like really looking forward to. I have no desire to see Megan. I know it's kind of a satire. Really? As well as I heard it was so good. It's I not did really hear good it was reviews. good. But I just, I don't know. I just, some AI doll. I just don't care. See, I'm a stoner. I like stupid bullshit like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But speaking of things we've seen lots of times before let's talk about this all-star villain show that's coming out um god knows when i don't even think it started filming i think they're just casting it right now oh really um but i am so fucking excited for this cast it's going to be Jax taylor from vanderpump rules farah mm-hmm. abraham from teen mom Ugh. heidi montag from the hills johnny bananas from the challenge um and fisa from 90 day fiance oh, is that how you say her name god. new york from flavor of love um 
And then there's a few people from like The Bachelor and stuff who I don't know who they are, but those are the names that stick out in my head. Omarosa from The Apprentice. What is this going to be on Paramount? It's going to be on E, I believe. Oh, okay. So So you better believe like this, this type of show has been a long time coming. Like I've been thinking about this for so long. How has this not happened yet? Such a good idea. Why the hell would they cast Heidi and not Spencer? Because when I think of villains, I don't see Heidi as a villain. I see right. Spencer as her, a villain. Her and Spencer as villains. I just think of that one scene from the original Hills. It was probably like the last season where they're at some party and Heidi's like peak plastic surgery, Heidi, yeah. like huge tits. And Spencer was like screaming about how much he hated his sister. And Heidi's just like sitting there nodding along like... That's what I think of. They kind of go hand in hand together, in my opinion. Um, but I, I have just, no idea. She's crazy, though. Like, that bitch drinks and, like, freaks Heidi? out. Yes. Really? Have you seen the mother-daughter experiment? No. The mother-daughter experiment was a show on Lifetime Network with <laughs> reality mothers and daughters. So Heidi, her mom... um, Natalie from Bad Girls Ooh, Club was, and wasn't her mom. Courtney Stodden on that? Courtney Stodden was on it. Uh, okay. Kyle, no, Kim Richards and her daughter from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills were on it. It mm-hmm. was crazy. But Heidi was like hammered walking into the house and her and her mom wow. walked in the house together like in a fight because her mom's like, you're fucking drunk right now. And she's like, no, I'm not. I took one shot, mom. And you can tell she's like wasted. And like, yeah, he's just a mess. Like I'm I think it's good. I just think that Heidi and Spencer are such fucking savvy business people because they really did create this villainous story for themselves and have carried it through. I mean, think about it. Like who else from the Hills and from Laguna Beach is is famous? Like Elsie was the main character of that story. Nobody gives a shit about what Elsie's doing anymore. Kristen Cavallari has her shit going on, but Spencer and Heidi have stayed in the news and in things all these years. And I fell in love with Spencer when I heard him on Juicy Scoop, my hate listen, (laughs) my weekly hate listen. (laughs) (laughs) She'll have him on all the time. And I think he is so funny and honest. And he'll just straight up tell people like, oh, yeah, no, every time we go to an island or something, we take a photographer with us and to take photos of us for the paparazzi to put us in magazines and stuff he's so honest and I love it I love that he's not trying to pretend like oh they just happen to be caught by the paparazzi on the beach I remember there's like a TMZ video of him and he's like coming out of a restaurant but the photographers weren't there for him they were there for like a Kardashian or something that was there right and he came out after and they're like yo Spencer and he was like man I miss being famous so funny (laughs) but also I really respect him because I know on his TikTok he likes to answer people's questions and like Mm -hmm. go full out and like be honest he's got a great TikTok account he does. And I remember um, when they were casting for that Jersey Shore 2.0 TV show that didn't end up going through. They didn't through. even do anything with that, did they? 
they started filming and then something happened and they took down like the cameras around the house and production left like so I don't know if whoa yeah no one knows what's going on with that right now um but remember the Jersey like the original Jersey Shore cast like spoke out and they were like we're we saved MTV as a network like we're the reasons why MTV is still around and Spencer like lost his shit and he was like um I'm not saying Jersey Shore wasn't an incredible show because it was but we were the hills we were the highest rated show on tv and that was on mtv like mtv did not need to be saved which he's right like the hills was the biggest show and then after it jersey shore wasn't big until after the hills like it's so stupid well and mtv's been around for 40 years 50 years like yeah it's definitely not what it used to be but i don't think it's going anywhere no it's a staple hey as long as they got ridiculousness they're not going anywhere don't even i can't even um rob dyrdek is a brilliant businessman good for him um who's your favorite villain on the list who are you most excited to jacks taylor i know people hate him and like he's like the worst isn't he he is uh he is somebody that as a female if he was in your real life like you would wish that you never even met him like he is oh yeah he horrible just seems like he totally destroy your whole entire life for sure but there's something like so charismatic about him and like mm-hmm. um he's really sexy and like he's fucking hilarious like he has the funniest one-liners so he's the perfect reality star and I really need to start to get into Vanderpump rules I guess I'm gonna write myself a note because I I need something that's mindless that I can get into and maybe play in the background while I'm cleaning or something I feel like it's hard to it's hard to get into Vanderpump rules the first couple episodes but once you watch it and you get to know them and you start to like feel the dynamics, you will not be able to stop watching it. Like but it didn't is you so say, fucking good. Didn't you say I could skip the first season? I think you could. Yeah. Okay. The first season, season has two. some amazing moments though. Like there's a Vegas parking lot coked out fight. Like the first uh, season? Yeah. Like Jax okay. dates this girl who's like a recovering drug addict. And spoiler alert, he breaks up with her at an AA meeting, like after her AA oh, meeting. Oh my like, God. Oh my God. And okay. that girl ended up being in uh Were the Millers, which is crazy. Boner Garage. Um, yeah. 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 Okay. Yes. I remember hearing that. Okay. Miss All right. Maybe I'll so... try. Maybe I'll try today because I have so much stuff to do and I need like something to listen to or watch and I'm all caught up on we love to hate tv and I'm all caught up I've been going through the backlog of trp episodes so you know oh I want to read something we got a really good review uh this past week I want to share it with you I think I sent you a screenshot but I don't know if you had a chance to look at it I did but read it okay I'm gonna read it because it makes me happy I was having a really tough day too when I read this. So it kind of made my day and I just want to let Lainey, Lainey said, I am so hooked. I heard about you from Jody and Amanda. Now I feel like I'm friends with Julie and Justine too. Thanks for your banter and relatability. Oh, thank you. It's so sweet, Lainey. You have no idea. I was having a really shitty day 
And I was like, I'm going to go, well, you know, this is not a great plan. If you're having a shitty day, you probably don't want to look up reviews about yourself on any platform. <laughs> I appreciate all the nice reviews we get, but I yeah. will never, I will personally never read them. Yeah. I check them every once in a while. And sometimes someone will say something that's shitty and, but then I just remind myself like, you can't please everyone. Some people will like you and some people won't. It's just like people in real life. Some people like you and some people don't. And One of okay. my um favorite authors, Han Hanya Yanagahara, she said this in an interview because she said that like she she doesn't read her in her reviews of her books or anything. And she's like, why would I read that? Because I'm not gonna change the way I write. I'm not gonna change anything about myself. Yeah. So I'm either true. I'm either reading that to get an ego boost or to like hurt myself and neither of those things are good so why am I gonna read them and I'm well, like that's like such a good point <laughs> <laughs> I'll take an ego boost especially when I was having a bad day I'm so glad I didn't get on there and see a bad review but I got on there I saw that review from Lainey and it was like just it made my day it made me feel so much better good so thank you so you guys if you love the podcast please go on Apple Podcasts and leave a review for us I have the link in our show notes um, it means a lot, but you know, don't bother leaving a review if you don't like us. Just turn us off. That's fine. We're cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I can't wait to see that. We're gonna have to look up and see when they're starting it. The villains all start. Oh. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Trust me, I'm going to be on top of this. Like, trust me. And also, like, to see Farrah, New York, and Jax all interact with each other is just a dream come true for me. Oh, my God. Farrah is such a monster. I think she's one of the worst people on the planet. She is, like... I don't know if it's right for somebody to be, like, casting her on a TV show with, like, how... Mentally not there she is. Mm -hmm. But uh, she's entertaining, man. Oh, she's good TV. So that's all that matters. Exactly. That's why she's been on TV for so many years. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk Thousand Pound Sisters. Okay. Is that what we want to talk about next? Yeah. I mean, honestly, this last episode was kind of boring in my opinion. I don't really have too much to say. I just, I don't honestly don't even remember what happened. We've because the last episode before this ended on a cliffhanger with Amy getting rushed to the hospital. I and then knew it was going to be some fat people shit that it was like same thing as first season. Get- <laughs> yeah, so constipation, whatever. And then also, <laughs> Chris ran an obstacle course that his nephews put together for him. Oh yeah. Um, and it's like I'm sorry, like if you're not constantly lifting weights running an obstacle course once a month isn't gonna do anything for you Chris um you have to be consistent and then Tammy's apartment got robbed those were like the three main things yeah um I actually was surprised that Tammy didn't throw a big like baby tantrum fit uh so that was interesting well my question being robbed 
the whole thing was uh, her most prized possession was that blanket that her grandma left her. Mm-hmm. If it was so precious to you, why wouldn't, wouldn't you, you take bring it? that? Yeah, I felt like it was product like a production thing. Maybe I felt like this was maybe fake. Who would want anything from Tammy's fucking apartment? Because I legitimately feel like whoever robbed that place knew whose place it was because otherwise why I don't know why you would um and why would you want I would never want something from Tam can you imagine what it smelled like when they walked in yeah I was just gonna say that it like, was probably I like wouldn't even want to go in there it had been empty for months it was like all the old must and dirtiness just settling in like I just can't imagine going in there and wanting to steal clothes and shit and anything from that apartment no yeah no so i mean just whatever tammy's still a bitch she has no desire to lose weight i'm so sick of watching her i don't know i don't know if i love this show like i used to no it's it's like any other show like once the seasons start going on it becomes it's not as exciting anymore like literally like any other show um i think that if they do pick it up for another season it's either going to be a spinoff or focused on like amanda's kids because this is i would watch they're they're both overweight and this is the second episode they've been featured in so if tammy got the surgery like she allegedly did and everything i i don't i can't see us going forward with them because the show's about weight loss surgery i didn't even know that tammy got the surgery okay well no so here's the thing 100% would watch a spinoff about Amanda. I think she's hilarious and honest and like, I want to be her friend. She's awesome. Um, And then the other thing is, I feel like Amy, Tammy, and um, what is that? Megan from Thousand Pound Best Friends Mm -hmm. are are very similar people in the fact that they want this surgery because inevitably they're going to lose weight because they have a physical restriction that will only allow them to eat so much. So they want the surgery, but they're not willing to work on the core reason why they became morbidly obese in the first place. They're not willing to make lifetime changes in order to continue being healthy. And they're not willing to like, they're not willing to do the work basically. So those people frustrate me so much. Tammy has no fucking desire to lose weight. Tammy would rather just like sit and eat and drink herself to death in her own grossness if nobody was trying to was pushing her and getting on her for shit. She does not care. Megan. Megan was the person that got the surgery thinking it was going to fix her life. And then after she started to heal, she realized she'd have to do some work and she started gaining again. Like it. And then Amy, Amy's the one, just like we've said before, she uses pregnancy as an excuse to eat what she wants. Like she doesn't want to do the work. So she gets pregnant and then she gets pregnant again. And like, she's going to end up almost back where she was. I don't think she'll completely get to as big as she was before. I think she's going to gain a lot back after these pregnancies. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what happens with that. How many babies she decides to have? Like, I don't know. I thought they said something about like this was the last one. I don't think she'll have more kids. I don't know. Hopefully not. Yeah, hopefully not. Um, on Six Hundred Pound Life in the opening, like sequence, it says 
the success rate of having like long-term success is only less mm-hmm. than 5%. Yeah. I never processed that in my head before when mm-hmm. I was reading it and I was like, Jesus, I didn't realize it was that low. Because in order to get to like a super morbidly obese state where you're hundreds and hundreds of pounds and you're eating 50,000 calories a day, there's huge trauma there. Like there's, it's the equivalent of becoming a heroin addict, you know, like when you look at a heroin addict or somebody who's very addicted to something very scary, you go something really bad happened to that person. And this is how they're coping. It's the same thing with food. It's the same thing with that extreme with food. So if these people want to avoid their trauma or they're not willing to face it or work through it or continue on a path moving forward, they're going to just end up in the same place. It's very hard. And it's something honestly that I'm struggling with a lot right now. Like I got my rings soldered together because they have the two bands and then the engagement ring and I got them put together. And before I was able to put my ring on, like wiggle one ring on, wiggle the next ring on. Well, now that it's one piece, I can get it on and then I can barely get it off because I've gained like 20 pounds since my lowest weight for my surgery. And the past week or so, I've just been really trying to be aware of what I'm doing and ask myself, are you physically hungry or are you trying to cope with your emotions or your stress or something through food? And then if you are physically hungry, what positive choice are you going to make for to fuel your body? And if you're not physically hungry, what is a positive thing that you can do to replace eating? And you have to be so self-aware every time you eat or you can completely spiral out of control and it's hard. I mean, it's something that you have to deal with all day, every day. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, obviously it's hard for me to speak on that because I have the opposite problem when I'm stressed. I'm the opposite. I like have oh, I no wish. appetite and I don't want to eat. I um, wish. <laughs> But uh, somebody who didn't want to do the work, can we please talk about LaTanya from Eccentric Pan Life? So I thought at first that this girl had maybe a different episode because she mentions in her episode that she was Dr. Nav's patient years ago. Um, But I guess she was his patient, but she wasn't featured on the show. Right. Yeah. Um. I have so many thoughts and as soon as she said that I was like she's not gonna do the work because you had the opportunity five years ago you didn't want to do the work then and now you're bigger and just like Dr. Now said what's what's different now and she didn't have a good answer her answer was like well my family wasn't there but now my family's there like so she gave a very like Janelle Evans answer yeah um (laughs) okay First of all, the caretaker. She has a caretaker, which, by the way, the caretaker passed away like last week or something. So Aww, rest in peace. Sad. That caretaker, a hundred percent, should have been at Doctor Now's appointment with them because most of the time in these situations, like it's the the boyfriend that enables, but her man, like 
was on her ass. Like mm-hmm. it was the caretaker that was like cooking she her. She's an enabler. That insane I, I felt, of food. I felt like the caretaker was acting more like a grandma who wants you to eat. Like, you know, everybody has a grandma. You go to the grandma's house. You're not hungry. Oh, honey, here, eat this. And they make you this big ass meal because they're showing their love through food for you. Um, and making sure that they're nourishing you. And I really felt like the caretaker was more of like a grandma than a caretaker. You're not taking care of someone when you're feeding them to death. That's not caretaking. I, it was really upsetting to see that. She someone, was the number one enabler. Someone on Reddit put together her breakfast and how many calories were in that breakfast close to 7,000 calories Mm -hmm. just in her breakfast. She had like 12 eggs, an entire package of bacon, some uh, waffles, biscuits. I was like, that's enough for me for like three days. It's a buffet for five people. How can you afford to eat like that? Food stamps. You get that much though? I know some people who had, it was the mom and two kids and they were getting like $800 a month. And that was 10 years ago. Whoa. Yes. It's That's the only way it's like, because these people are not working, they obviously don't really have an income. So they're on government assistance and they're getting a thousand dollars a month in food stamps. And like, that's the only way if they had to actually like support themselves on a paycheck, they would never be able to afford to buy all that food. No, it's, it's crazy. I, I yeah. was actually mad when they went to the grocery store and we didn't get to see the bill. Cause yeah. I would have loved to know how much that was. Um, also, can you imagine being 37 years old and needing like an elderly woman to take care of you? Insane. Like I would literally hate myself. Like, the fuck i was like good for the boyfriend for not doing it yeah good for him he's not in there like powdering flaps and did i miss him say that she helped him get out of prison and that's why he like feels an obligation to her because people on reddit were saying that but they were saying it, was it a very like it love was a after fact. lockup situation right but all I remember him saying was like oh she's like I see I see like past the weight like she actually teaches me stuff and like she's a nice person and I'm like okay but the getting out of jail thing makes a little more sense sorry to say I don't know if she maybe like paid for legal representation or something because that's what it sounds like when you say got me out of prison because he didn't say get me out of jail if it was just a bail amount, like a 10% bail bonds type of situation, he would have been in jail and not prison. This just seemed like a love after lockup situation to me. Like she became pen pals with him and they, quote, fell in love and he paroled to her house. And like, oh, it was a crazy crossover moment. I was like, oh, my God, what show am I watching? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Um- it, it was crazy. She really pissed me off with the like, it's so hard. And one thing that I absolutely loved what Dr. Now said to her when she was like, it's a lot harder than you think it is. Like, he's like, no, you're telling yourself that it's hard. Like mm-hmm. you are putting that in your head. It's the exact same reason why people think that quitting smoking cigarettes is hard. It's part right. of the cigarette company's campaign to tell you that it's that hard. Here in Canada, we have like 
half the cigarette package is literally an advertisement for why you shouldn't smoke. Yeah. That's literally part of it because it's all in your head. Like, of course, it's hard to make lifestyle changes, but yeah. If you're but sitting I there also, being like, oh my God, this is going to be so hard, then you're going to make it harder for yourself. Well, like you just have to do it. It's fucking harder to be 700 pounds and immobile and not be yes. able to fucking bathe yourself or take a shit by yourself. Like that's fucking harder. And the thing is like, I do believe that this junk food that people eat is addictive. It is so full of chemicals and ingredients that we can't pronounce that we don't know what the fuck they are. And it is designed to be addictive to you that it's just like how they say like oh you know once you pop you can't stop or you can't just eat one chip you can't you want to eat the whole bag because you start to eat it you want more now when's the last time you couldn't stop yourself from eating a bag of celery like that doesn't happen yeah (laughs) not a thing so I do believe that these these foods are designed to make you addicted to them so that you continue to buy them so you have to have that knowledge and want more for yourself than to be being controlled by a bag of Cheetos, which I swear to God, that's my weakness. So I'm the one to say that <laughs> I fucking love hot Cheetos so much, but I know that if I want hot Cheetos, I have to get the little 50 cent tiny bag. That's one serving one ounce from Walmart, because if I buy the other bag, I will eat the whole thing. <laughs> You got to know yourself, people, you know? <laughs> oh, I'll eat it God. all. Yeah. Um, I but mean, she just kept coming back heavier each up each every oh, no. three months. She'd just come back and she'd be heavier. And it was like, it was a frustrating episode. Yeah. And also just the fact that like, she's in the hospital asking doctor now for different food because she didn't like the hospital food like oh I'm sorry is this a five-star resort like you don't like what you're eating (laughs) um it's crazy it was like she was expecting him to like go do a McDonald's run for her really quick or something the amount of entitlement is just fucking insane on these people um do you have anything to say about the first episode, Gina? I was going to say, I like that episode. I love that they had each other and they were like supportive of each other. The, his, his cousin, um, what was his, Nico? Nico. His cousin looked more like Tony Soprano's son than Tony Soprano's son oh, did. Like, I, that's I all no I idea. was thinking when I was watching that. Um, the only thing that really stood out to me in this episode, because you know, it wasn't too dramatic or anything like that. A, was the uncle who had the weight loss surgery before, like, I would have never guessed that he was 400 pounds before whatever he said. Mm-hmm. He looked incredible. Yeah. And then also, um, what was with his sketchy girlfriend? Remember, he like had that girlfriend and the family yeah. didn't like her. And then they just like never mentioned her again at the end. I was like, there's some weird shit going on with that oh, girl. Like when on they the showed day her, he was moving, yeah, he was calling and texting her to say goodbye yes. to her, and she never responded to him. Like, what the fuck is that? Yes, like weird. Do you think she was like a webcam girl or something, and it was like a that like ninety day fiance situation, like Mike and Jimena situation? No, because he said that he'd known her for years, and like oh, she did was he? a she was. Um, like a mutual friend, like a friend of a friend, and they 
when he would go hang out with this friend, she'd be there. I don't think it was that. I think they'd known each other and been in in similar friend circles for years. So I don't know. They seemed like a good fit, but she also kind of seemed a little over the top with the affection when they were out at lunch that day. Yeah. It was a little love bomby to me for people that had not been together for that long. I know. I wanted more of her, but I'm excited for the rest of the season. One thing that I love about 600 Pound Life is that it's the perfect mix of success stories, but also like messes. Like I like to see a little bit of everything on there. I was going to say, as long as they mix it up, I will be happy. I just, I feel like a couple seasons ago for like two seasons straight, it was a lot of Tammy's people like why are you on this show you have no desire to lose weight you have no desire to do any of the work why are you wasting everyone's time and I felt like it was like two solid seasons of all wrecks like people that didn't even want to be there and so finally it was so nice to see a success story and then like a mess and hopefully they keep a good mix and it doesn't get frustrating either way Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I just feel like half these people think that he's going to give them the surgery. He's going to cave in and do it for them. Mm -hmm. And then they're just going to magically lose all this weight. And, you know, their life is going to be great. Your stomach will heal and it will start to stretch. I mean, because you have to think like when I after my first uh, after I first had my surgery, they would give me those like two ounce deli cups to sip protein shakes. And I couldn't even drink a two ounce deli cup. That's how small my stomach was. I'm two and a half years out now and I can eat like eight ounces in volume of food, like a one cup measurement. Now, if I'm eating the wrong stuff that doesn't That's have still like high nothing, protein value, though. but if I'm eating the wrong stuff that doesn't have the right protein, that isn't protein full, I can eat so much food. I can eat so, like I could eat, like I said, a whole bag of fucking hot Cheetos I can eat. But that's why you have to make the positive choice and have to avoid getting, like kind of keep your stomach small as long as you possibly can. And that's where the work comes in. It's easy for the first six months, you're going to just naturally lose weight. And then you have to get, you got to do the right thing. So I'm telling you, it ain't easy. No. That's why they call it a tool. I always thought that was cheesy, but it's a tool that you have to have to take advantage of. It's not going to do all the work for you and it's not going to last forever. So, yeah, you know, yeah, it's it's crazy how many people get approved that Mm. maybe shouldn't. Yeah, and I guess it just depends on if you're a cash pay patient or if you go through insurance, because for me going through insurance, I had a six month program that I had to do. And luckily it was during COVID. So I had all these like nutrition classes that I had to take. And then I had to meet with a psychologist a couple times, a nutritionist one-on-one a couple times. And luckily I got to do that all through like Zoom, which was fantastic. Otherwise I would have had to take my happy ass over to the hospital, (laughs) sit in a classroom for an hour, you know, every month for six months, go do my one-on-ones. It was actually nice that it was during COVID, but it's a whole process if you have insurance because they want to make sure you're like serious about it before they pay 50 grand for you to do a surgery. Wow. That's I, I think I bet lot. if these people had to pay 
to pay at least some part of it, whether it was like $2,000 or something, because my bill from before they did the insurance thing was over $40,000 for my surgery. So if these people had to pay something, they might take it more seriously, but because doctor now is doing it for free and the show is paying them something, they just like, they didn't put anything in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's wild to me that I don't know. It, I'm like Dr. Now said, you should have lost 30 pounds this month. Easily. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Easily. Easily. I am obsessed with Jody's impression <laughs> of Dr. Now. It's too it's good. So good. It's too it, good. Her impression of Dr. Now is so good. Your impression of Chris is so good. <laughs> and Amanda's impression of Barb from <laughs> Teen Mom. I'm obsessed with those three. Anytime I hear any of you guys do one of those impressions, <laughs> I'm just, it makes me just so giddy on the inside. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, um, do you want to talk about 90 Day Fiance? Yes. Let's talk about the new couples. And then I just have to make sure I get a couple packages shipped out. So like, if we can just go through the couples and and do our first impressions. Yeah, let's do perfect. Oh man. Um, okay, well, first of all, I'm just it's very upsetting that it's not on Discovery Plus first thing on Sunday mornings. What the hell is that? That's part of Discovery Plus's feature. They did this, they did it with Sister Wise, they did it with last season of 90 Day Fiance. Like I love Sunday mornings, waking up, watching my TLC Mm -hmm. show first thing, like it's um, part of the appeal. I mean, if you guys want to charge me an extra dollar a month, you can do that. I'll pay it. But I don't want to have to wait until eight o'clock at night to watch it. I don't get it. It's like people on Reddit were saying it's because of um, ratings and stuff like that. But it's like, don't they get the rating from streaming too? Like they know how many people are streaming yeah, it on the it's app. It's not like it used to be where the where the streaming didn't count at all. Like it, it's 2023. We've been streaming stuff for 15 years. Like, yeah, let's get on with it. I don't know. It's very frustrating. So yeah, people are not happy. I'm definitely not happy, but I'm still going to watch because I've never seen the other way before. This is my first time experiencing the other way. I know it's your favorite 90 day. Yes, Um, it's so good. This and before the 90 days. I love them both a lot. So good. Um, I love it so far and I am so excited to see where all of these stories go. Um, I'm obsessed with all of them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which couple do you want to start with I can't wait the one that I can't wait for we haven't met yet and that's the old lady and the like 20 year old dude this is going to be next episode oh correct? I can't wait yes I'm okay. pretty sure they're going to introduce them then but okay the lesbian couple that chick is such a weirdo she's so weird she's like running around in costumes around in her small town in like Alabama or whatever where's she from is it Alabama yes Alabama okay Chris with a K. I, the second she said that she was 40 and she looked like 20, I was like, I hate you. You're a delusional person. That bitch looks 40 going on 60. She does not look 20. You need a new mirror in your house if you think you look 20. Right. That is just delusion all over it. It's crazy. And she also has narcolepsy. Yeah, that was a twist. So, 
and even and the girl from Columbia, Jemmy, she mm-hmm. is that how you say it or Jamie? Jemmy, Jamie, Jamie, Jamie. Okay, it's just spelled it's like spelled weird. Yeah, us. yeah. It's spelled weird, okay? It has to be okay, spelled the weird. normal way. It's um, not spelled like Americans would spell it or Canadians. Yeah, how dare she not spell it the the, the real way? Um, <laughs> even she was like, when she was getting her hair done or whatever, she was talking to them. She's like, yeah, I'll be on the phone with her and she'll just like fall asleep. Like, uh, I don't know. I'm, I hope she doesn't on camera. She has to, right? Do you think this is a catfish situation? Because they showed a couple of pictures of Chris, you know, her filtered photos that probably were sent to Jamie. And I just feel like when Jamie, when Chris gets there, she might be like, oh, who's that? Well, they talked over like <laughs> video chat. Like I know there's video filters now too, but. I mean, um... I guess love is blind because Jamie's like, she's so gorgeous and beautiful. This is going to be like the toxic, like quintessential toxic lesbian relationship where it's like, like Chris is super jealous and it's going to be, this is going to be a shit show. Oh yeah, for sure. It's I guess not quintessential, stereotypical. Like when people would think about a stereotypical, you know, oh women and their hormones. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) their hormones. Yeah, their hormones are out of control. I think Chris is going to be a nightmare. It's going to be kind of fun to watch. I'm excited for it. I I'm here for it. It's you know a lot of the couples have actually met before. This is the only couple who hasn't met in person, right? And she's moving. Like, why can't you just make a trip down there and see, like, spend a week together first before you sell, like, your houses or whatever you're doing? That's the thing. It's like, at least the other couples, like, have met and know that they like each other already. Like, that their issues are something else. This is, they don't even know if they like each other. Like, talking to someone over internet is so much different than in person like you don't know how they smell you don't know their mannerisms like yeah like you don't know anything well and and jamie has said that chris has disappeared for like months at a time before just like ghosted her it's like this is a disaster i can't wait to watch it unfold same i can't wait yeah same so um Jen from Oklahoma and Rishi from India. They met in person organically, right? While she was traveling. Yes. I think they met in like a hotel lobby when she was in India. Oh, or this something is the like model that. guy. I was thinking about yes. someone else. But yeah, the model guy. And the crazy He's hot, but I'm not out. a fan of his hair. I, I don't no. like long hair on dudes. Oh, he's the one that's like, I'm the only one in my town with luxurious hair like this. Yeah. He's using onion. Bitch, oil I'll shave that off in your sleep. Like, let's please. Let's calm and down. he lives in a big city, and it's like I guarantee you're not the only guy with luxurious long hair in your city of two million. It's India. Like, literally, people use Indian hair for hair extensions. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> literally some of the most luxurious, expensive hair extensions yes. that you can buy. Like Indian hair, people have long, nice hair in India. You're not the only dude in your large. Yeah, so. He's a douchebag, so whatever. He's a model douchebag, the huge. And she's a total psycho pillhead. Like, who was I listening to that said it might have been Jody and Amanda, or somebody said that that video she sent of him 
those videos where she's like totally pilled out and being a weirdo it's definitely giving um you know who was it who's on the floor with the hamburger alec baldwin david hasselhoff (laughs) david hasselhoff it's giving david hasselhoff like laying on the ground eating a hamburger off the floor that's definitely what i'm reminding me of people on reddit were speculating that she's like a meth head like someone wrote this whole thing about they know someone that used to be a meth head but now they do pills and like their mannerisms are exactly the same as hers or something like it was she's very totally specific a pill head. i don't think it's meth i think she's just like definitely xanaxed out of her brain i think i just got the vibe that she's slow like is jen slow yeah is but the question. she's slow because she's on pills like i absolutely think it's like xanax or something for anxiety because she does seem like a very anxious person think about that video again you know she thinks oh you know you're like he's not responding to her she's got to send in these videos like she's an anxious person so i definitely think it's some kind of anxiety medication that she's overdoing yeah he probably just wants to get to america to be a fucking model because he thinks he's the hottest thing that ever walked the planet what did you think of her friend over Zoom asking, like, telling her that she DM'd the guy and she's like, he's an asshole because he shouldn't have even responded to me? Like, what did you think of that? First of all, relax, okay? Like, but this is another birds of a feather flock together kind of thing. Like, Jen is a psycho and apparently so are her friends. Like, it's just weird. But nothing that he said to her proved anything i all he said was like hi how are you yes just being polite he didn't say anything incriminating himself anything inappropriate people will message me sometimes and i'll just say like hi how are you that doesn't mean i'm gonna go you know fuck bob joe from arkansas what are you talking about (laughs) yeah it's okay to talk to people he didn't say anything creepy no he he was just like oh like how do I know you or something like that I was like there's nothing wrong with that I was like sue me but I don't think that's so bad no I do that too if somebody randomly adds me or sends me a message like hey do I know you from somewhere there's nothing wrong with that her friend is psycho just like her yeah trying to stir up some bs her friend is just like happy to be on the show wants to like cause some drama Mm -hmm. um okay so we got nicole from california and mahmoud from egypt yes so that's the one i was thinking of so she met him while she was traveling they met in person right and they fell in love and ran away and got married so she's already married to him and she's going back to live with him in egypt even though she already tried that for like a month and couldn't handle it and came back to the u.s fucking dumb bitch i should have just divorced at that point i i agree i understand a woman in her 20s being like wow living in a country like this isn't what i thought it was but you're in your late 30s at this point like Mm -hmm. you should fucking know that first of all nowhere in the middle east like that is like safe for women no like it's it is not here, like at all it's not like and she's not willing to she's not willing to bend her rules to, she's not willing to comply with what's necessary for the culture there and he's not willing to 
comply with her being a more Americanized version. And so what are we doing here? Yeah. Neither one of you want to change and you don't want to come to the U.S. for whatever reason. So like, why are we doing this? Bitch, get on Tinder. Come on. I know. I don't get it. Like, I understand that, like, that's his culture, that women should act like that. And like, whatever, we can have a whole fucking separate discussion about that. Mm -hmm. But like, in this case, it's like this girl from California who's obsessed with fashion and like like self-expression. Yeah. What are you doing? It's it's so bizarre. Like, come on, buddy's not that hot. I was going to say it's not like he's not that hot. And he doesn't have that sparkling of a personality. Like, I don't understand people that think they need to travel the world to find their soulmate. I can pretty much guarantee you that you can find your soulmate the next town over. Like, (laughs) you live in California. Like, is it California one of the biggest states? Yes. Like, come on. I just can't. I I don't understand it. I don't know if this is a self-esteem issue where you feel like you can't. I don't know. I would be terrified to live in a country like that. Visit it, let alone um, live there. Well, and as a white woman, rocky relationship. What if he just like kicks her out on the side of the road and like you're there by yourself and that's terrifying. You can't put yourself in situations like that. She's not allowed to hug other men at all, like including his family. family. It's crazy. Like it's it's crazy. The the cultures are way too different. It it would be different if he were living in America and mm-hmm. he realized that what the culture is here and he started to loosen up a bit. Like remember um before the 90 days, Muhammad, uh, Mom, I want you to be my mom, uh, him with um what was the girl's name? He yes. was from Egypt too, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah. And then same thing. He was exactly like that. Like you're not gonna yeah. dress like that, whatever. And then he came mm-hmm. here and he probably loosened up a little at least oh but he was cheating and you know it was the whole thing they just want to come to the u.s to have a better life a lot of the time exactly but it's the cultures are way too different it's 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 never gonna work but i'm excited to see it go down oh yeah of course um and (laughs) then we we watch this garbage (laughs) we have danielle from new york and johan from the dominican republic um oh she's the one that lied to him so they were on another 90 day show. Yes. Love in Paradise. Love in Paradise. Yes. Okay. I don't watch that, but people say it's really good. So maybe I will. But okay. yeah. So she basically tricked him into thinking that he, she's going to come live with him for the, in the Dominican for a year while they work on getting his visa stuff sorted out. And then they'll move back together to New York once the visa settled out. And then she tells us like, I never applied for the visa. It's too expensive to live in New York and in the U.S. I'm not planning on ever going back and he can't go without me. You are psycho. Can you imagine if a man did the same thing to a woman from another country or from Dominican or whatever? People would be losing their minds over how psychotic that is and how scary. Yeah. Well, her whole thing is like living in New York is hard. It's expensive. I don't like it. It's like you do know there's. 49 other states you go live, live somewhere in. else you weirdo move to one thing, oklahoma one beautiful thing about the united states is that you can choose what kind of climate you want to live in 
You know what I mean? Like, you can choose. You, you can, can go choose. anywhere you want to go. Yeah. So I don't understand why it has to be either <laughs> DR or Manhattan, but okay. Um, <laughs> first of all, Dominican guys are so fucking hot. Like I was, DR, I, I was, <laughs> I was telling my, I was telling my friend about this couple because her and I went to Dominican together in uh, 2021. And I was like, yeah, she said she met him at the resort she was staying at and they just like made contact and she knew she was going to marry him. And and we were just laughing. We're like, yeah, us too. Like, come on, like every guy there's so hot. It's just so funny how that happened. Um, But she's a fucking cunt to him. She's Um, awful. She is on some next level delusion. Like, I love how her friends were like, what are you going to do in the Dominican? She's like chill on the beach and eat mangoes and drink pina coladas and they're like that's vacation like that's what you do for a week on vacation like yeah what are you gonna do well she's like oh i really won't have to do anything because it's so cheap to live there okay okay girl like i don't understand okay she goes to this dude's house he's living with like his entire extended family which is Mm -hmm. completely normal for countries like that there's no air conditioning anything like why do you want to live like that when you could live in the u.s like there's a reason why he wants to get out she thinks that she's gonna go like hang like you said hang out on the beach and drink have drinks and it's gonna cost twelve dollars a month to live somewhere She'll be an influencer or something. She'll make enough money on Cameo. I mean, probably. Mm, she's awful. What an but, yeah. awful, sneaky, bitchy thing to do to someone that you supposedly love. And he seems like a great guy. He does. From what we've seen so far. I love the clip of them that they showed. I guess it's from that Love and Paradise show where she's like yelling at him for eating peanuts at four in the morning. He's like, I was hungry. If I'm hungry, I'm going to eat the peanuts. <laughs> oh, wasn't it like a mini fridge, like a, at a hotel or something? It I think $50. so. She's yeah. just like bitching at him. Yeah. <laughs> she is good reality TV, though. Like she's yeah. that she's that like perfect level of delusion. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, we got two more couples. We got Gabriel from Florida and Isabel from Colombia. So mm-hmm. he's the trans guy, right? Yes, like would never have guessed no honestly mm-hmm. um What's, and that's some great work honestly and i liked the way that she spoke about it in her confessionals mm-hmm. like she's like oh to me he's just a man like you know there's no difference yeah. to me like perfect um i mean unfortunately it is 90 day fiance so some mesh- messy shit is probably going to go down there but um yeah. i I'm rooting for them, obviously. Me too. They seem really sweet. And okay, what do you think? Do you think that he should tell the parents that he's trans before he proposes? Because that's like their number one storyline right now. It's so hard to say because it's a completely different country, different mm-hmm. culture, everything. So I don't know. I have no idea. What do you think? Oh, I have a very strong opinion. I think he absolutely should. I think. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. I think if we were in America, no, it's nobody's business and he doesn't have to. But when you're in another country with a very different culture and different outview, like different outlooks on things, you have to take that into consideration. And like his friend said, 
if they give you the okay, you want to know that they are giving you 100% of support and love and welcoming you, you into their family, not feel like you're holding a secret from them and that they may, if they had known that piece of information, they may not have given you the blessing. For me, I would want it to be all out there. Like, now will you give me your blessing? No, okay, now we need to go a different route. Or yes, we accept you, we love you for who you are, for all of who you are, and we give you your blessing. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it to me, it would feel like that he was trying to keep something from them because he he would be because he that's why he's questioning should he say it or not, because he would feel like he was keeping a secret from them if he didn't tell them. I think he's going to and I bet it'll probably be OK. Yeah, I'm assuming that they're going to have a big like sit down on camera mm-hmm. and discuss this. Yeah, I don't know, because to me, he's just a man. I don't. I don't understand why. Yeah, but this is going to come out on TV and everyone's talking about it. And so imagine being the family, giving your blessing for this man to marry your daughter. Like they won't be able to have children biologically, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's really important in a lot of cultures. And so. Which it it, shouldn't be. I I know, but it, it is in a lot of cultures. And so I think if he hadn't told them and it had come out, it would have felt like a betrayal. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. It makes me like nervous to watch it go down. The progressive side of us as, 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 as Americans and Canadians is like, it's nobody's business. It should only matter who the person is on the inside, but that's not always how it is everywhere. So. Yeah, I get that. It's just, I don't know. I, I, I hope it goes well. I don't want to see some like, uh I don't know I don't want the parents to like be mean to him or say anything I think it will because Isabel is open and accepting and so Mm -hmm. that may be a testament to her raising and that's what I'm hoping for yeah so um okay and we have did we meet these people yet is it the old lady Debbie from Georgia and he's like 60 and he's like 20 Osama from Morocco. We this haven't is met the them biggest, yet. From what I've heard, this is the biggest age gap in 90 day history. Oh, shit. He's like 60 something and he's like 20 something. What was it before this? What's like the biggest age gap couple that comes to mind? Oh, Lord. I'd probably say like 50 and 20 something, 60 and 30. Jenny and Summit are 30 years apart. Okay. But this is the biggest one. This is like 40 years, I think. Why do old women do this? Because they're horny as fuck. They're just so desperate, right? They're just so desperate. Why? Why would you think that 65-year-old Debbie from Oklahoma or wherever the hell she's, Georgia, whatever. Why would you think that like Muhammad in Morocco, his dream as a 22-year-old hot dude would be like, I really... Really, really am like dying to get with that grandma from Oklahoma whose tits are down to her waist and mm. and is like a desert down there. Um I mean, I don't know if she <laughs> if she cares. Like, as long as he's with her, like, she'll spend the money or do what she has to do to keep him around. 
but they always think that that's one thing. If that's the agreement, you know, if we're both in agreement that like, we're both getting something out of this, I get a hot young piece and you get financial freedom or you get to come to America or you get to be my boy toy and I'll take care of you. That's one thing, but they never present it that way. And so I would respect it more if they were both self-aware enough to see that this is a mutually beneficial situation but that's never how they see it. It's always the woman thinks that this man is so head over heels in love with her. And it, it just like, where is the, where, where would you think that this is going to work? I, I don't understand. I don't understand. I have no idea, but I'm excited to watch it. I'll I go can't down. wait to watch it. I cannot wait till there are segments going to be my all time favorite. I just know it gonna be so good ah uh, shit i'm pissed off that they didn't give us an episode this week but i guess it's good because we could catch up yeah before the next episode i mean they probably could have pulled it off if they were still putting it on discovery plus early in mm -hmm. the morning but i understand that they probably can't compete with the super bowl well, and they probably could have got more subscribers if they were like hey if you join discovery plus you're gonna get the next episode and but I, I whatever. And it's just so what weird, we though, because 90 Days is the only show that they're doing that for. Because, like, Thousand Pound Sisters, Thousand Pound Best Friends, those are still on first thing in the morning on the days they come out. Like, I don't know why they're doing it. It's crazy. It's so fucking stupid and annoying. But I know. whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm still going to keep my Discovery Plus subscription because... Uh, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> I like to watch. And there's all a lot of shows. there's a lot of shows on that app for pieces of shit like us. <laughs> yes, for lots sure. of garbage, baby. It's just um, what we like. Yeah. Oh, I just had a cute idea that I'm going to text you about. I'm not going to say it on air. Okay. Okay. Um, last thing, super quick, I want to ask you about. Do you know about these Chinese spy balloons? Yeah. I heard something about it. I my, haven't looked into it because my ridiculous. anxiety. Really, they shot one down, another one like over the water, and then they retreated. Oh, I thought there was only one. I didn't know there was more than one. There's been like multiple. Wow. I'm like scared. Like you're prepared. You have guns and shit. So uh, yeah, <laughs> I need to We're be good. prepared. I'm like <laughs> I'm like waiting for an apocalypse to happen. That's funny. Yeah, I no, don't be paranoid. I saw that uh Joe Rogan did a thing about it. I got a, a YouTube suggestion, so I have to listen. But yeah. Yeah. I like Joe Rogan a lot sometimes, depending on what the who the guest is or what the topic is, just kind of depends. But yeah. yeah, he's really fucking funny without trying sometimes. I really want you to get into the um Oh, it's the podcast by Dan Cummins. Oh, Time Suck. Please subscribe to Time Suck and okay. just scroll through and find a topic that you're interested in. For example, I listen to, they're so long. They're long episodes, but they don't feel like it. You just kind of get sucked in. Mm -hmm. And uh, for example, I, like I listen long to- podcasts. So you're probably really going to like it. Like I listened to the Carla Homolka episode- and I swear I have watched every documentary, listened to every podcast. I figured, oh, I'm going to know everything about this. And he told me things I had never heard before on that podcast. And that's how I feel every time I listen to an episode. So I think you'd really like it. Okay. I just subscribed. And Yay. the first thing that stands out to me is the therapy sex call 
That's uh, yes, that's right I up my alley. That one. Yep. There's all <laughs> kinds of good stuff in there. Like you can scroll back through years of content and he's a comedian. So sometimes like he just says ridiculous off the wall shit, but yeah. it's just such an informative and interesting podcast. I highly suggest it to everyone. Awesome. Um, and cool. obviously another podcast that you and I always fucking talk about on here, Beyond the Blinds. Yes. Um, I finally listened to the Warp Tour episode. Oh, I bet that was good. And uh, I mean, I knew a lot of it, but the stuff that I didn't know that I learned from the episode, I mean, allegedly, uh, is just <laughs> like devastating. Crazy. But it's it's just crazy to feel how we you and I always talk about this, so it's nothing new, but just how different of a time that mm-hmm. was <clears throat> it really like, is troy yeah. was saying like you know you would go to warp tour with your friends at 15 years old and everyone would get drunk i only went to warp tour once and i didn't get yeah. drunk um but you know most people did and there's like these 15 year old kids and then it'd be like oh the next day like you just thought your friend was cool because she like got to have sex with this dude in your favorite band but now yeah. looking back on it it's like wait why was was my 15 year old friend having sex with a 25 year old guitar player yes yes yeah okay it's fucking wild did did we ever find out if they did a jeffree star episode um in the warp tour episode they mentioned him but they said they're gonna give him his own episode so i was gonna say he needs his own episode i I know that they have tons on their patreon that aren't on their main feed i'm not a patreon subscriber but so i don't know if it's on there but um I'll look into it. And then I was also listening today when I was doing groceries earlier. I was listening to the Ellen DeGeneres one. Oh, and just okay. about like oh, I'm so how excited. Big of a I have, Ellen is. I'm so excited. I love when we talk about this kind of stuff because now I'm like, okay, I'm gonna start Vanderpump Rules and I'm gonna start <laughs> listening. I'm gonna go into Beyond the Blinds and find the episodes I want to listen to. Like I, I'm so excited. I feel like so, I have so much content to consume now while I'm doing stuff I don't like doing. So good. Well, that's what podcasts are there for, right? To help us pass the time doing things we yeah. don't like to doing, make make those times more enjoyable. Exactly. I'm excited. All right. That's all I got. You got anything else? Um, No, not really. All right. Well, guys, uh, happy Valentine's Day tomorrow. We're recording this on Monday. So if you are a Patreon subscriber for two bucks a month, you're going to get early ad-free episodes. You'll get them on Wednesday instead of Friday. And then soon we're going to be offering additional bonus content as well. We'll have another tier soon. So go to patreon.com slash resting bitch pod. I have heard it's kind of hard to find us if you just search the web, the app or the um, podcast, probably because we're marked explicit and we have a bad word in our name. So just go to patreon.com slash resting bitch pod and check out our socials as well. Everything's in the show notes for you. You got anything else you want to talk about or plug? No, that's it. Listen to the shore store. All right. I'm, I'm recording with Nick and Colin later tonight. Oh, so I can't wait. What are you guys going to talk about? We're doing a floor Bama shore episode and oh, I don't think I'm Nick's so... ever seen it before. So I'm excited. Can I get an early release? <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> okay. Awesome. All right. Thank you guys for listening and we will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.